Okay. I'm muted again. Welcome to Faz Radio. Thank you. I was so happy at my timing with the music there, but I did not get the timing with the microphone. And StreamYard actually has uh, little key combinations, which I have not set up yet, or at least haven't learned yet. So I need to start doing that. What I want is, and I know I can get it, I, that you can get a little custom keyboard uh, to, to actually press those buttons. I might have to buy one of those. I, you know, they have, uh, you don't have to get like a stream deck. They, they sell like little keypads. Yeah. They're, yeah. That's why. Yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah. And you can program them. So, uh, yeah, I'll have to do that. But, uh, I'll, I, you know, you know how we might be enabled to, to do something like that. We might be able to use money from our sponsor, Nerd Node, <laughs> up in the upper right hand corner. <laughs> we have a sponsor, Nerd Node, which they, they love us. And uh, they, they love hearing us talk, and they, they are, are sponsoring us. And so as a result, we are uh, telling people of what Nerd Node does. If you have a node like Gala Node, and there's there's other nodes out there that they support, I think. But if you have a, a node like uh, a, a Gala Gaming Node, uh, you need to run that on your computer in order to get your rewards or run it on a VPS somewhere to get your rewards. And uh, Nerd Node is a company that will do it for you. Um, you kind of want that sometimes because your nodes might go down and then you might have to do some complicated things to get them running again. Um, now me, I'm rather smart and I can figure out most of my problems. Um, I have not yet dog fooded nerd node, but I, I, I might soon because the, these new gala nodes are failing every night and I'm getting really tired of, of resetting my goddamn computer every day. Have you updated to the latest version? There was like two upgrades recently, and they're saying they're stable if you're on Linux. It broke the other day. I couldn't get it to work, and then I updated Docker on my computer, and then it started working again, just out of the blue. I was going to do Nerd Node and just hand it off to them, and then I got Docker updated, and then my life got busy, and I haven't had a chance to, to mess okay. with it. Luckily, it, it works, but every day I have to re reboot the computer. Sometimes it, it will break several times a day, too. I'll, I'll come in and spin down for like four hours. Uh, again, nerd node solves that. Well, I'm hoping what I would do is uh, that holo chain uh, node that I have. Um, it's it's been down for three and a half weeks, and they can't seem to solve the issue. That's a hard node, though. It's an actual box. So yeah, and, and I'm hoping on those, I don't think. Yeah, I, I'm hoping they said once they get into beta, which just started December 15th, they were going to release soft nodes. Um, so I'm hoping that comes up. That would probably be my first evolution into um, in a nerd node because I want that thing running. So let me plug them for a second before we get into the hollow chain. Yeah. Are they a sponsor? Uh, they are not. However, I want to tell you about their their excellent, well, sort of excellent customer service, right? So they have a dev team. They're pretty easy to get a hold of. They just went into um, beta on December 15th, and they had been in alpha for the last year. And pre-alpha was like five years, all right? So they didn't make a lot of progress. A lot of people gave up on them. Uh, I was running like butter for a long time. Uh, part of the alpha got some early token access, things like that. So I, I have a problem where it it's giving me a flashing yellow light and it won't connect to the network. And they're troubleshooting it for me. They're trying to help me through it. And the guy sends me a thing because I got a little irritated. I'm like, all right, we're going on three weeks with this. I understand you guys are busy pumping out this beta but I'm really excited about this thing. I, I really want to get this thing going. And the guy says, listen, we're going to do you a, a, a favor. We're going to let you accrue and we're going to credit you manually like you're up and running because we obviously can't solve this problem. Because we suck so badly. No. So there's a, there's a bunch of people who all of a sudden the nodes just either are, are solid blue, which they shouldn't be, or they're flashing yellow. And they can't figure out what the problem is all of a sudden. And I'm guessing just there's this one really smart guy who posts all the time. 
And he thinks because it's been like five years that this thing has been running, he thinks the hard drive is starting to fail. Oh. So I may just have to swap out an SSD and I might be back in business. So, but the, this team is fantastic. They're responsive. Um, they try and help. I know them pretty well over there. That That is a, that is a big plus for me. Do you know you them can, really? When you can say that you know the customer service team really, really well, is it really good customer service? They're my well, best friends. Well, let me tell you though. So this is this is going to be a decentralized thing. They they did a boot camp. I told you about it. They're programming in Rust, and they did a super cheap. Uh, Rust Symposium. They brought in a bunch of devs who wanted to go. They took you out into the woods of Norway somewhere at this really exclusive place. Beat you behind a woodshed. <laughs> they, yeah, they gave you a place to stay. They fed you the whole nine yards and they did, a, uh, I think it was seven or ten days of Rust training. And it was only like $1,200. So I mean, it was... Your node. <laughs> yeah, well, well, they, they need developers. Obviously, they don't want to be Cardano where they have this fantastic network and nobody's programming for it. They're trying to get these things going so that people understand how to, to put apps on to these, to these nodes, this system. Did you hear so, the shade at Cardano being thrown there? Yeah. You know what? I, I do like Cardano and I like what they're doing. I like uh, how quick things are, but, there's nobody building a goddamn thing on there. It's like useless. They're not doing anything with it. And then he cries like a little girl. Oh, oh, we're we're worth it. We're no, you're not because nobody's building on it. There's a reason nobody's building on it. I don't know. I haven't been following them. I have. Yeah. I have some Cardano. I think they'll. I I think honestly, this stuff just takes a while to build, and a lot of companies build for a long time before they ever tell anybody about about what they're doing. The difference with blockchain is you're involved right in the beginning. And frankly, people just can't handle it. They can't handle waiting from the time that they put in money till the time that shit happens. Try <laughs> me a river. <laughs> I mean, it takes longer than Kickstarter. Unless yeah. you invested in Star Citizen. All right. All right. So, so tell, talk, about... talk about your EOE experience. Okay. So uh, EOE, Echoes of Empire, is a new game uh, by or published by Gala Games. The company itself is called Hit Factor Games. And uh, they basically worked out a deal where it would be distributed through Gala Games. Great. It's a blockchain game. And I've been looking forward to it. I bought some NFTs during the, during the, the heyday. And I'm hoping for it to work out for me. And so they put their, the, they did a, a play test recently. And um, I think the play test sucked. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Wow. Wait a minute. Something's wrong. Faz never says anything negative about Gala. There's really bad. Get the real Faz on Faz radio here must be really bad so <laughs> echoes of empire is a 4x kind of game which means it's kind of like civilization where you you just kind of do things and things take a while to happen it's like hey i want to send some armies over here to go attack these people you send the armies and they take like two days to get there <laughs> and then and then maybe they need food or maybe they die of dysentery on the way like the organ trail or something and then finally they get there and then they could fight the bad guys so EOE actually isn't that far. They have it to where you can discover places and you can build fleets. And um, it's a very, very, very clicky interface. It's like, okay, I'd like to make myself a ship. Okay. Uh, oh, I need some resources for the ship. So let's go click here to get the resources. Okay. Got some of the resources. Let's click here to build the ship. Let's wait 20 minutes. Literal, literally 20 fucking minutes. Let's, let's wait for this. Hey, your your dog what? is, is uh, going apeshit. Yeah, I know. My wife had to go take care of some pets, took the kids, and so they're probably outside back now making noise. You, you might want to mute while I'm while I'm. Uh, okay, yeah, we got to get the focus on the EOE. That's go ahead. Right, not the not the dogs. Anyway, um, so you uh, you make the ships, 
Uh, you got to click here to get the resource, click there to start the ship, click there to get the ship going. And then once the ship gets built, you got to click there to claim the, the ship. And then now you want to send it somewhere. But first, you want to send it somewhere in the universe, but you got to send out these probes in the universe to figure out what, where things are. So you see all these stars. So it's like, okay, send a probe to these stars. So, okay, you go click here, click that, get a probe sent over there, go click on the star that you want. Okay, probe is being sent. Probe takes 10 minutes to get to the fucking star. Okay, fine. You, you wait 10 minutes, you go do some other things, you make a sandwich, you, you go play a video game, you know, um, buy some Def Leppard t-shirts online, who knows. And then Probe finally gets there, and it just, maybe it just so happens it's a star that you like. You could, you can, oh, I can mine some things there. So you go back, you've made some ships, you've claimed your ships, now you go click on the star, the star and you send the ships over there. 20 minutes later, the, sh the, the ship is at the star, and then you have to sign a lease to mine something from the star. Apparently there's some global, some universal lease authority there. That you have to sign a lease. So you sign this lease to start mining. And you can mine for about 30 minutes or so before you have to go click, 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 and then send all that shit back to the home base where you got where you came from the beginning. Um, and then you can upgrade your home base. Now they're in alpha alpha right now. So this is the only gameplay loop that they have right now, which is discovering and mining and upgrading your home base. But good God, is it just unintuitive and laborious. It's it's you spend most of your time clicking the goddamn things. It's click this, click that. Okay, do you have permission to do that? Okay, click this. Okay, okay. Yes, fucking okay already. Fucking do it. God damn it. Okay, go. Just go go. So that's that's my experience with the game. It's it's um, <clears throat> the universe is rather big. Stars are everywhere, so you have to move the, the map around. You got to click to pull the map around. Uh, they do have hotspots, but they don't seem to be working all the time. Um, so you click to move around, move the, the map around. Click click here, click click there. Get this over there. Click. You're spending all this time clicking and not a lot of playing. Now I would think that a game that I would enjoy. I'd be it, just a couple clicks here, a couple clicks there, and you could set things set things in motion. But everything is very slow and manual, and <clears throat> they're they have a very stylistic UI. It looks very nice. It has a very specific kind of like futuristic empire style to it. Okay, um, <clears throat> might want to mute again. Uh, has this like empire, futuristic empire style to it. Style's kind of nice. I, I'd like to see that evolve a little bit further, but it's it's going in a good direction. Um, I just have a problem with all the goddamn clicking. I mean, even even playing Civilization Four. I mean, you you just you got some stuff over here. Uh oh, he's leaving people. There he goes. I think that's the bathroom. He's got to go drain the weasel in there or something. What are you doing in the bathroom there, buddy? Oh. Maybe that's not the bathroom. Did you, he's coming back. All right. Anyway, so just just the amount of clicking to me does not make for good gameplay. Gameplay to me, you have the least amount of clicking. If you play like a game of solitaire uh, on, on Windows, which is like the first mouse. I think that was the application to show you how to use a mouse. You click the card once. It flips it over. You pull and drag it to its location. Done. Very little clicking. Um, now, of course, you can do some extra clicking, like you can move the cards around if you want. You don't really need that, but you can, you know, and then you click to, to expose the next card. Click, drag, click, drag. It's a very simple gameplay loop. If all you're doing is creating ships, because they're in alpha right now, that the fighting hasn't been programmed yet. So if all you're doing right now is creating ships, discovering planets and, and stars, and, and mining the resources of those planets. It shouldn't take 17 fucking clicks to do it. It should take like four. But I actually kind of realize why they need so many clicks. Uh, one of them is um, if you make a ship, for example, you tell it to start making a ship, it takes about 10 minutes to make a ship, then you have to click claim. What I think the claim button is doing is actually recording it on the blockchain. That, okay, the, the ship is being made, and now you hit claim, you're doing an actual claim, you're doing some work to get the ship, I would propose that you did the work to get the ship by starting the process going, and then it would just auto-claim. But then again, of course, the game could crash, and then it could start back up, and then you'd, have to, then, then you'd have to tell the blockchain at that point. Remember, the blockchain, is not, the blockchain is not in the same place where the game is. The blockchain is out there on all these computers, and so you're sending a message to the blockchain. So if your computer crashes, um, nothing's actually going on in the background. 
Now, if it takes 20 minutes for your ship to get to the star, if you turn the computer back, if you reboot your computer, it'll just say, okay, when did he start this and what time is it now? Okay, 20 minutes have elapsed, so he must be there by now. So I'll update the blockchain. Great, you can do that without claim buttons. But it gets worse than that because when you when you claim resources, say you're mining some resources, there's three different types of resources you could mine. It's me making hand gestures. Three different resources you can mine. You have to collect every goddamn one of them. Collect this one, collect this one, collect this one. I forget what the names are. I think one is yellow, one's red, and the other one's blue. Um, and uh, you need those different colors to, uh, to to make ships and so on. And so uh, you got to click here, collect, click here, collect, click here. Just make one fucking button. Just one button. Collect everything. If I have resources to collect over here, get those. Uh, all these ships in different areas, collect those. It's like, why would I sit there and mine a star for 30 minutes and then not actually collect the resource? What do, do I, is there a gameplay loop for that? You know, do I want to run away and, and leave it to some sort of barrel somewhere where the bad guy can't see it if they try to take over the star? I don't know. I think you should, they should have a big fat button at the top of the screen, collect everything. And it'll just go, oh, he has three ships that are collecting. Boom, boom, boom. He has a collector over here. Boom, boom, boom. Does all that stuff. Then you can hit that whenever you want. Easy button, huh? Well, it depends on what you want to focus on. The easy button, I think the collecting is part of the work, but I don't, and I feel like the collecting should even be part of the fun, but you got to make the fun fun. I mean, if you were to play soccer, are, are you going to sit there and calculate the, tra the trajectory of the goddamn ball? You know, you're going to kick the ball. Well, There's okay, so... So I I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, if if there was nothing but easy buttons, you'd bitch that there was nothing to do. You just sit there and watch the screen. So it, there has to be like a happy medium in there somewhere. And because I think it was so limited, they wanted to make sure you had shit to do while and, and actually play it. I understand. So they, they want to show that the game could be played. And I hope to God they change that gameplay loop. Um, the I can look. I, I've been a software developer for years. I can look behind what they're doing and see that they're having to update a blockchain when you're doing stuff. But then I look at uh, what's that? What's that town? Oh, Town Crush. I look at Town Crush. And. There's no claim feature on Town Crush. You're simply just playing a game. Click, click, click. You, you click on the items. They go down. And then you just go to the next level. So I would assume that any claiming is happening as soon as you complete the level. And the level is completed. And then you go to the next level when you're ready. Okay, well, there's your claim button. You don't need an actual claim button. So if, if you want to get resources, there's other games like this. One of them is called Homeworld, which is a 4X game. It's a little... Homeworld... Homeworld basically says you can queue things going. You could say, okay, when you have enough, in, when you have enough supplies, build this, and then build that, build it. So it makes a queuing system, and then you just collect as you collect, and it just all goes into the ships being built. So let me ask you this: Do you? I don't know if you know this or not, because I don't, and and I've been doing a lot of reading, but it is that on Gary Chain or is that on just ETH Chain? Because they may, well, there's two sides to that. Number one, they could have required 5,000 clicks a minute just to see how it records it doing testing with the new chain. Or B, because the chain's so new, they haven't figured out how to automate any of those clicks to automatically update the chain either. So there, it could be like either way, depending. But uh, I have some pretty strong opinions on this Gary chain from what I'm reading. And, of course, it's all speculation and rumor control. But uh, I just saw well, your note. Yelled at the dog. Just shut the fuck up. Shut <laughs> well, up, God damn it! Yeah, that's kind of what I did. Because um, he's irritating me. I'm, I'm trying to have a cast here and the damn dog won't yeah, shut all up. All those sound baffles in your room behind you, they don't protect you from dog barks. No. Well, it, it, it helps 
keep the echo down in here because I have wood floors. So <clears throat> if I, I, I put a carpet down and these walls are perfectly smooth and man, it sounded like a horrible echo chamber in here. I spent like $600 getting these stupid foam things to come up and it works fantastic now, but, um, so it, it could be either way for, for Gary chain, if that's what they're using. I, I don't think, did you move your shit over to, to Gary chain in order to no? Miller, nope. maybe it's not. So maybe they just forced it through. All well, no, they did what I would have expected a blockchain game to do. I simply put shit in my wallet. Okay. Um, I had I have like a legendary star. I moved that over into my wallet. So it's sitting in my wallet, and they're like, hey, if you if you have something in your wallet and then you can play the game. They haven't really said. They haven't really said what the um, what the the planets and the, and the celestial objects are for yet. Uh, they did give you this opportunity to go and search for things. They said all the planets and stuff are going to stay the same. So if you played the alpha and you've done a lot of probes, looking around with your probes, and you found things, you'll know where they are, and you can claim those as yours later. So I found some good shit. Um, with with my probes, I did that for about two hours last night. Found some uh, really interesting celestial objects. I won't say what I found or where I found it, but uh, now when the game starts, I'll be able to claim that as my own. Uh, so they haven't really said exactly what you'll do with that, but I suspect they they could have not used the Geary chain at all, or maybe they just want to verify I had something in my wallet, and then maybe they're using Geary chain on like this like on a test basis behind the scenes. Like, we're just going to record something because none of my NFTs are on the Geary chain. So that's a great segue into some discussions that I've been reading. And uh, there's in CFA, in one of the channels in CFA, there was a uh, rather knowledgeable gentleman who was sharing that it is, and Bitbenner uh, actually interacted as well a little bit in the discussion about, he was saying something along the lines of there won't be private keys for Gary Chain. And Bitbender responded with something along the lines of that they don't even have keys for the chain yet. Um, there might be a definition problem there. Okay. It, any new technology tends to tends to have its own words. For example, if you look at the Ledger Nano, it has no keys. It does, but it doesn't. It has a passphrase. Right. So <clears throat> I know what you're looking for. You want to control your own goddamn account. And that's why do, people... I think people need to ask that question of Bitbender. How do I claim this account as mine? How do I get my thing back? Are you actually custodying my stuff? Um, so Bitbender is probably not lying. Uh, also, you you get some real, what, what do you call that? Um, what do they call it? An echo chamber going on. If they might be, he might be thinking in Geary language and not thinking in our language uh, about what Gary is when you say, I, I want to own my account. And he's like, Hey, your account is right here. Um, so I, I don't know exactly why he would not tell you that, but I, I think you should pretty much demand, how do I, how do I, how do I control my account? Do I control my account? Why? Yes, you do. You could just move things over. Great. Who's custodying it while it's not moved over. Are you custodying it? Cause it seems like I'm not maybe, Maybe the whole point of Geary Chain, and I don't know this because it's not the case with Spider Chain, maybe if you have an ERC-20 token that they just make a photocopy on the Geary Chain. I don't know. Well, and and these are questions that need answered. They, they, they want people using Geary Chain, but they're not kind of backfilling the information as to what happens when your shit gets over there. I think they're probably they're trying to figure out the best way to present it. Like, should we do it this way or should we do it that way? And that's why they can't say a lot. Uh, I've noticed I, when they don't say a lot, they know. just don't answer the question. It's like, hey, Bitbender, like, how old are you? Blank. <laughs> you know, it's 
Tell me about Geary Chain. What's what's going to happen here? Nothing. And then they choose what they answer to later. Oh, Faz said something really important here. Yeah. What about this part that I asked about Geary? Nothing. Well, it you know, it and again, I don't want to get too far out ahead and start throwing accusations out because it could be that that's part of the Coinbase and or MetaMask integration is that it just reads your keys from there and that's kind of what it is. You're custodying yourself. It just reads what you have in there. But okay, so again, this is this is where it gets sticky because then wouldn't Gary Chain have to know what it's validating against or does it not care? Meaning does it does it copy my key somehow on there to validate that's the same wallet or is it agnostic and doesn't care and just right. says, oh, look what popped up. <clears throat> Excuse me. That would be another question that I would have because we we really want to get away from Gala having the private key to anything. Yeah, um, that would be the goal. Uh, however, if uh, what's that? If Elizabeth Warren gets her way, then you won't be able to custody your stuff or the, what, what did you say about Gary Gensley going after everybody? What, what exactly is he? Yeah. So, so he, he's mad now, of course, because everybody's calling him out because he didn't catch good old Sammy, uh, over on FTX. Fuck it. You're all in trouble. Is that what he said? That's yeah. He's kind of like, no, you just watch. And he's, there was the quote that I saw and, and I can't quote it exactly, but it was something along the lines of, uh, it's beginning now we're, we're coming after everybody now. Um, so uh, apparently he's taking it very seriously and the big crackdown is just getting started. So he's going to hit people during the middle of winter when they're down, of course. Um, I did see something interesting on Library. Uh, Library <laughs> posted that uh, the SEC was accusing them of hiding assets. And they said, you know, hey, look, nobody at Library is even taking paychecks. Uh, we don't have any money. Where's the but, goddamn assets? Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, today the follow-up tweet on that library, uh, put it, he says <laughs> the guy who runs that, he says, uh, you know, serious, this is a serious challenge. I would, uh, we'll gladly find $20 million to pay. Cause I guess that's what they want the fine to be or something. We'll gladly find $20 million to pay you. If you come out with clear, concise directions on how a blockchain can become a public entity. So <laughs> they're kind of lobbing bombs at each other uh, back and forth. This is going to be even more interesting. I'm going to see if I can find that Gensler uh, tweet. Because I, I do want to get to the bottom of that a little bit. Okay, so the next thing, the other stuff uh, I wanted to get to was uh, LastPass apparently got hacked a month ago. And uh, LastPass is a good place to, to keep keys and stuff like that. They keep it in an encrypted database. Great. Uh, and the, the, the key is based upon your password. And they actually don't, they're, they're actually unable to defend to get into your account if you didn't want them to. The problem is um, <clears throat> apparently they had a number of other things like basic information on people that, uh, that, that was hacked and they've actually gotten copies of actual data. It's just data that they can't read. And of course what criminals will do is they'll, they'll grab a bunch of data they can't read and then wait for years until they, they get the keys some other way. And then the, and then they can read that data. So if you have LastPass, you might want to change your password because maybe four years from now when some AI-enabled uh, uh, hacking software figures out your password, then it'll be too late. Well, at least they'll have all your passwords from back then. If you've rotated your passwords since then, then you'll probably be okay. So that's a good reason to rotate your passwords even if you are in a service like LastPass. Now, from what I read on that, though, it, it doesn't sound like any of that data was compromised. It, it was just name, address, phone number, email, all that stuff. 
Um, is, that, posted, is that not accurate? I posted something on CryptoFaz Academy. They actually got user data as well, from what I understand. They did an update today. Yeah, well, no, I, I did see that. Um, but my in that article, it, it didn't say anything about passwords being compromised. No, no, no not passwords. Data. There's a difference between data and passwords. The, right. The, the data is what the passwords would unlock. They've got they've got a bunch of locked data. So I mean, the neat thing about encryption is you can go and you can actually go look at the encrypted data. You just can't read it. You you need to decrypt it. Well, that's where that strong last pass password comes in, and I locked myself out of mine twice already. Um, get back into it then. You have a special recovery process. You download a specific key, uh, which allows you to then go through a three-step process in order to recover it. And uh, so, this process does not include LastPass, correct? Uh, not directly. The last part of it does. And uh, so uh, how stupid it was, right? So I started... You started with LastPass, and you were pushing me to that. Um, so, what, what what was your password, by the way? Uh, nice try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice try. How, how'd you guess that? No, um, <laughs> I I started with one password. Uh, the only reason I did that is it, it appeared that it was more family friendly, and I wanted to share <laughs> it with the rest of the family. You got like five unlimited licenses for the same amount you only got two with on LastPass or some shit like that. I don't know. But anyway, uh, uh, 1Password is good, but it's a pain in the ass. It doesn't autofill things for you. And it was doing this really annoying thing where you would generate a secure password from the, the little window up top. And then wouldn't fill that one into the form it would fill a new one in so you'd click save and it would save the wrong fucking password it it was just a pain in the ass so what i did when i got LastPass, it saved it saved my original uh last pass password the main password into one password so as stupid as that sounds uh, when I got locked out the first time because it switched the password on me, I went into one password, got the, the actual correct password, put that in, reset it. Then I locked myself out on it because I was typing it wrong when I was trying to put it into my iPad and it locked up my account. I had to go change it again. So I, I think they got some pretty good fail safes on there. I tried probably 10 different times and then it locked me out. And I had to go reset everything. So uh, I'm pretty confident they know what they're doing over there. I'm not real worried about this. I uh, One of the things that I talked about, and I'll shut up after my diatribe here. One of the things I talked about in very early FAS radios, I think is relevant again with this conversation. And we probably should just say it as a reminder anyway. Uh, the minute that I got into crypto, I went and I froze all my credit data. I went to all three bureaus. I froze my credit. I locked it up. <clears throat> it's completely locked down so that if there was a data breach somewhere or some of my information ended up getting out somewhere, that no one was going to be able to go open any accounts under my name, right? So that is a huge first step. Uh, if you're in the crypto space, if you're at exchanges, if you're going to be exposing yourself online like that, make sure you t it takes 10 minutes to go to each of the three credit, big credit bureaus if you're in the U.S. and just freeze your accounts. It doesn't cost anything. You can unfreeze them if you need to apply for credit. And it takes five minutes to do that as well. Well worth it because I've already had one. Uh, I don't know where it came from. Somebody tried to, I got an alert. Somebody tried to open an account and uh, it's out there, right? So protect yourself at all costs. I think I told you to do that. 
to 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 freeze your credit data. That's what I did when when back in 2017 yeah. when when I got into crypto. That's the first thing I did because I was worried about scammers. So what would well, you find out about uh, your buddy, your pal Gary? Uh, there's nothing directly attributed. So I think whoever posted that tweet took some creative liberty on that. Uh, and, and this is this is why things. Okay, this is why I do what I do. Is this is why I'm a bastard apparently when when I argue with people is because I simply ask for evidence. And a lot of the things that we do and we talk about here let's let's full screen so I can I can I can give my lecture. You do that, I'm going to keep looking. Yes. A lot of the things we do every day, we just hear from other people. We don't actually go check the things out. Well, you can't. You don't have time to check things out. And so we just trust people to do stuff. And in this case, uh, FUD uh, in crypto is always just being repeated from person to person. Um, it's not that it's not true, but if a lot of people take things and, and then their tweets, if, if a popular influencer comes to a, to a conclusion that's different than everybody else's. That's different than the, the source thing. It might as well be true because if Elon Musk, he could say whatever the hell he wants about certain things. People just believe it because he said it. And, you know, Donald Trump and whoever, and anybody says people says something, they have their people that will just agree with it just right off. I'm not going to say that that's an individual person's problem. That's a human problem. I mean, you people are probably uh -huh. believing the shit that I'm telling you. I, that's That's a bad idea. So I, I did find the source and it's very close. And the source was Bloomberg. And it says here, SEC's crypto crackdown is just getting started after the FTX blow off. Chair Gary Gensler compares crypto intermediaries to casinos and proof of reserves are not enough to protect investors. The SEC is just getting started. SEC Chair Gary Gensler said in an interview on Thursday, which is today, that the age, agency's patience is wearing thin for digital asset exchanges and other firms that decide to shirk any regulations. Okay, so there. So what I can conclude from that is he's going after exchanges. He's going after Binance, Coinbase, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Great. He's not going after individual wallets, which is which is what I had heard on Twitter. And I think you had heard on Twitter. They're going after individual wallets. So that's the lie. That's the FUD. And yeah, well, here people, it says people too, that know this, the, the investors that know this are the ones that are going to profit, really. And it says right now, uh, all he's focused on all cryptos and stable coins, yep. crypto exchanges and companies that that hold cryptocurrency i.e microstrategy that's who he's going to be focused on is what he said in the interview apparently okay so what i'm not getting from that is that he's going after individuals uh that he's going after people who who hold wallets uh he's going after exchanges custody people i mean he robin hood uh coinbase stuff like that an individual having stuff, if you were to make a, a billion trades or something, maybe he'd go after you, but you're small potatoes. They're, they're uh, what's this? Demology here says in chat, SEC doesn't have the money to go to court with everyone. That's true. So they're not going to do that. Come on. Um, that's So anyway, this is the problem that I just have with crypto and FUD. And actually, part of why this show is here, do your due diligence. Find out why people say what they say. And once you do, you'll be able to profit. To be honest, that's not financial advice. Just saying I need to have. Yeah. To so it, it was a little creativity on top of what he actually said. So apparently he did say those things and Bloomberg is the source um, that he's pretty much coming after everybody pretty quickly now. And he was quoted in this as well as saying that uh there's going to be a lot of crypto companies that are going to feel uh the pain coming up very shortly because they're not complying with what's already out there so uh he's, he's got a limited time he's he's running out of time uh they, they just I'm, I'm trying to figure out how long he'll be around before right now the republicans are currently 
running the house, right? And I don't do politics, so I don't know. Okay. Um, so my understanding is that the Republicans are running the House right now, which means they get all the investigative committees. And if they get all the investigative committees, then the Republicans get to investigate whatever they want. Now, before when the Democrats had the House, they, they were going after crypto. Now that Republicans are, I think that they're going to go after the SEC. And it's just investigations. It just means that they're going to they're going to put them under the microscope. Doesn't mean shit's going to happen. Just means that they're once you have investigations, then they can say, well, Mr. Gensler, your, your life's going to get really hard if you keep doing this because we're investigating you. We found out that when you did this, you fucked up. So it's I, I understand you don't follow politics, but it's it's helpful to know what people are doing and when they're doing it for, for investment purposes alone. Well, I, I do I do watch the headlines, but I mean, you, uh, as far as the opinions of, of, of politics, I, I personally would rather not get into that with when we talk about crypto. But just knowing what's out there is more important. It is whether you agree it, or disagree. all of it. Well, all of it just makes me sick. I mean, they they're they're legislating on things that they don't even understand what it is. You know, and, crypto, and that's a hard thing to swallow. Crypto is starting to show me that Congress in general, no matter what side, for years has been legislating on shit that they have no fucking clue of what's going on. I mean, just pick a subject. Um, now, some subjects we know about more, but this is this is why things take so long to go through Congress is, is because they start legislating like bullshit. And then some one congressman comes up and says, oh, wait a minute you're full of shit there. And then they have to go through this process. They'll, they'll, they'll use these parliamentary processes to block things and so on. You know, Elizabeth Warren has been trying to go after crypto for quite a while. Uh, Senator Toomey, who's going to be leaving in a few days, just, just made a, a pro crypto bill bill to kind of combat against Elizabeth Warren's bill. Well, that, her that bill also, is probably, her bill's probably not going to go very far because they're not in charge of the house. However, <coughs> they, the, the, these bills influence people. They're there. Mm -hmm. I guess that to me thing, if I'm thinking of the right one was big on stable coins. They they're trying to regulate yeah. stable coins first <clears throat> because that is obviously what a lot of people are going to use to begin with. Just dipping their toes into the whole crypto side. That's fine. That's it's, it's, it's I'm fine with them regulating stable coins. They, they want to make it so that stable coins, people rightly realize that stable coins underpin the value of a lot of cryptos because they're the intermediary. If you want to get money from Bitcoin, but you don't want to put it in dollars, you want to stick it in a stable coin to retain its value till you can use it later. Okay, good idea. You don't use dollars because dollars aren't the best electronic. They're, they're not really electronic yet. Uh, banks right now have an electronic dollar, but they, they have this kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge thing with the federal reserve. And it's, it's you, unless you have a bank account, you can't really say that you have dollars. So, but if you, you buy a stable coin with a dollar, now you, now that you control the stable coin, you can say, okay, we know how many dollars are here and it's really going around the U S banking system. Okay. That's cool. Oh, I should I should focus myself. We need our director. I forgot I, I forgot my my uh, my director was going to be coming tonight. We'll have to do our director tomorrow night. Anyway, um, so so yeah, it's it's they need an intermediary, and stablecoins have been great for an intermediary. Um, it would be nice. Uh, well, okay, sorry. They they realize that that's where all the power is behind all the cryptos. If you block those stable coins, you block a lot of of what's going on. Well, and and that's part of the problem is they want their own CBDC, but there's ones out there right now, and we we did a show on this about which <laughs> ones are censorable and which ones are not. You know, USDC can they can shut down your entire wallet if they want to. Tether not far behind. Uh, Paxos, and there was one other one that we discovered. We'll have to go back to that show. Uh, there was one other one that was censorship resistant to where they couldn't do much if uh, if you were in that stable coin, but there was still some time uh, to do it. Um, we've been ignoring these uh, comments here, I noticed on the side. Oops. 
Um, so to kind of go back, demology, the SEC doesn't have money to go to court with everyone. No, and nor do they that. have. I said that. They don't, they don't have the resources either, right? They can only clog up the courts with so much. That's, that's correct. They're going to pick the ones that are going to make the most impact. All right. Maybe they know who has money. They're obviously going to go after people who have money, but it's also going to be a matter of principle. They want to, they want to snip the head off the snake to try and keep, that's why they went after celebrities. They, they don't want the public influenced into buying into this crypto stuff. They want to keep the public out of it. So yeah, that's, so that, that's a, that is that's a, a really one. good point. They're going after the high profile stuff and people are getting kind of pissed because they're like, why the fuck are you going after Kim Kardashian when FTX is who, who you should have been going after? Yeah, these these CBDCs are not a good idea. I think the closest, I think China's got one out now, the digital one. Um, but England is apparently very close to them as well. Um, I, I I don't like this one bit. If it, they're, they're going to be able to completely control money, they'll they'll tighten up the cash, they'll they'll pull the cash out of the system. It's going to be virtually impossible. And if you don't do what they want you doing, they just shut off your money, which is never ever a good thing. Now, what do you mean by pulling the cash out of the system? Um, so, uh, where was it? I just read this last week. There was, there's a place somewhere where they're restricting how much cash you can take out at any one given time to try and move into more of the digital dollars. And I'm going to have to look that one up to see exactly where it was. So, okay. My understanding is that Tether, uh, and USDC have reserves and they, they certainly have some reserves in Bitcoin and stuff like that, but they have a lot of reserves that are backed one to one for you to pull money out of their system. They have to then there base it it on something else, other, their reserves on something other than the dollar. So it was Nigeria. Nigeria just passed crypto legislation to make crypto legal tender. And it says here, Nigeria bans ATM cash withdrawals over $225 a week to force use of their central bank digital currency. To promote cashless Nigeria, the usage of the e-Naira, the country drastically restricted the amount of cash that people have and, can, and businesses can withdraw for ATMs during a one-week time frame. So they're, they're purposely restricting how much cash you can have to force people to use the, the e-Naira, N-A-I-R-A well, is what okay. their currency is. So, okay, that's, that's really interesting because, wait a minute, is Bitcoin, or sorry, is crypto legal tender or is there CBDC legal tender? Because if it's There's, Bitcoin- Right now, well, I know yeah, they're, just they're Naira, right? If, if, I know they're Naira is. If I, if I was over there- and I couldn't pull out more than $25 of cash or Naira or whatever a week or something. I just buy everything in Bitcoin. Why worry about it? If, if Bitcoin is legal tender, I somehow would think that you must use their digital crypto and not Bitcoin. Let me, let me look that up while we're talking. Now, I do think that they'd probably, it might go this way. Uh, there's other ways to restrict that. You could say, you can... You can spend as much Bitcoin as you want, but you can't buy it because then you're 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 forcing Bitcoin out of people's wallets. And then when they pull things in, it would have to be something else or or you can buy it only so much a year. Canada made it to, to where you can only buy three thousand Bitcoin a year. The, the 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 funny thing about Canada is back in 2017, I'd heard that about Bitcoin and uh that, that countries would try to regulate the on and off ramps. And so I wanted to get as much Bitcoin as I could before they stopped me from, from buying more. I figured that they would stop me from buying it and then I could only spend it. Um, so I got the article up and it's on uh, Cointelegraph. And they passed a bill recognizing Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, even though the country currently has a 0.5% adoption rate. Uh, it will 
soon pass the law that will recognize the usage of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies as a means to keep update with global practices. But it was reported uh, on December 18th in an interview with House of Representatives Committee of Capital Markets Chairman yeah, that's, Bob, that's okay. Babadinga. That that that's okay. What I'm what I'm really interested in hearing is how much they will let you buy. Now you did say that that's they can't cash out. Now, okay. So when you talk about cashing out Bitcoin, in order, if you're going to get cash, what they're really doing is buying the Bitcoin from you. So they're they're regulating how much Bitcoin that they would buy every day. I would think that they would want to buy as much Bitcoin as they can, but Nigeria is not rich. So maybe maybe they're saying, well, we'll let you cash out $25 a week because we have a policy to where we can only afford to, to cash out with our 5 million people. We can only cash out $25 million, uh, a week or $25 a week. So I could see the outflow thing because it's a way for them to accumulate Bitcoin. I'm interested in <clears throat> the inflow. Like, okay, fine. How much Bitcoin can you buy a week? And then you could start seeing the, the full loop gameplay loop there as to where they're pulling money out of the system. And I think that they want to use Bitcoin to hydrate their currency and make their currency useful. Um, it, it sounds kind of like what they're doing. There's no numbers on any of these articles, um, but it said in in this one here that they are second to the nigeria is second to the united states in uh google searches for how to obtain bitcoin i pasted that link in the uh in the chat here okay and remember yeah, so when you remember when you do the chapters for this that uh maybe you could put that link in the uh or the, the description yeah, I'm keeping chapters as we go so I can save myself some work. I can pop it in right oh, when it's over. That's a, that's a good idea. Well, you're smart like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of spending half a day Saturday doing these damn chapters. When Faz starts picking <laughs> his nose, that's when we switch the subject, okay? All <coughs> right. Makes it way easier. So but, we're at we're at 52 minutes and Titan today told me beforehand he he in this really mad voice that we can't go over an hour because it takes him too long to do these chapters. Oh my god, I would sit there and I would do it on double speed and we had some marathons lately, yeah. two two and a half hours and I'm like, "Oh my god, like two shows a week that is that is tough to do." And, these and we got to do the chapters cuz people won't watch Faz Radio without the chapters now. Well, uh, and, we and all people them on and and all you people on Apple Connect and Spotify and Amazon, uh, tough tarts. Uh, you don't get chapters. You simply, in fact, you don't even get video. You can see us on YouTube and Twitch and whatever this third one is. Twitter? Twitter, I think. I don't know. I just hooked the shit up. We're just, we're just places. We're everywhere. Do you, do you have, do you have that hooked up to go to Twitch? Yeah. It goes to Twitch. Yeah. In fact, uh, we, it, yeah. See, it's the, it's uh, the one with the little bag on it. Well, we, we, you know, we haven't done game nights in a while. We, we really need to get back into game nights. We should. That was, that was something people seem to really mm. enjoy that we've been and and it's totally our fault. We've been going a hundred different directions here lately. And, uh, we, both of us have stuff in our personal lives that have been keeping us a little bit further away from focusing as hard as we we normally do on faz radio hopefully after the holiday here this weekend with christmas maybe we'll be able to get back into a better routine game night just to let you know game night is only a youtube thing <clears throat> or only a video thing it'll be twitch youtube and twitter mm -hmm. it will not be the podcast thing because it uh we're, we're playing video games and you got to watch us like kill things we gotta, we've got to come up with, we had that list of other games besides the Gala platform that we wanted to play, and I don't know what happened to that list. I don't have it anymore. Uh, one of them was EVIO, wasn't it? It was. One was EVIO, and we've got that. Uh, Nate turned us on to that CryptoBots. I bought a CryptoBot. Is isn't Nate supposed to be here tonight? He is. He uh, he was scared of the snow is what I was reading. Well, let me go look out the window. He lives in the same town as me. <laughs> I don't see any snow. 
No, that's a shadow. No, I don't see any snow outside, so I don't I don't know what his problem is. I think he was just chicken. But no, it's it's Christmas time. People have Christmas parties. This is the 22nd. Yes. My my company Ooh. Christmas party was tonight, but I declined to go. Is it because of it, all the COVIDs you had? Uh no, no. So uh I finally tested clean of the COVIDs on Tuesday. Uh and it was just in time. All three of us, me and my two boys who had it. Um we had meet Santa at our local restaurant. It's an annual tradition. We go with our family and everybody was nervous that we weren't going to have be clear of the COVIDs by then. And all three of us tested clear. We're all doing very well at this point. Uh, we made it through. Okay. My oldest had it the worst. Um, I'm still just tired. You saw me yawning a couple of times here tonight. Um, it, it's, a full day of work just wipes me out now. And usually I'm a night owl, right? I'm, well, a, I'm more awake at well, two in the morning than two in the afternoon. Well, remember, and remember COVID I can't all... stay awake past <clears throat> like 10, 30, 11 o'clock now. Well, remember COVID also can have a, uh, uh, what, you know, a, a lasting effect. What do they call that? Some sort of syndrome. No. Oh, oh, I'm glad you brought that up. We can go, we can, we can argue about this later. Or, or you can um, argue, we have a show, you're, you have a show for that, but uh, yeah, we, I do. But go ahead and tell, tell the, the facts. So, so, well, okay. So this is preliminary and this was from CDC here in America. There is speculation they're testing now to find out if long COVID is actually a problem caused by the vaccination because they found that in the vast majority of long COVID cases, people were vaccinated. So it's a, it's a theory that they are now starting to test well, so it's, to see if you pick, basically they're saying if you were vaccinated and then you picked up COVID after that, you have a higher chance of having long COVID. So my, my thought with, with uh, long COVID is because you do get it when even when you don't have the vaccine is <clears throat> it's starting to shed some light on what the flu might do is when you have a respiratory disease that the that the respiratory disease actually does more than just the respiratory stuff it it lingers in the body or damages body structures in some way and there what i've been reading is that long covid actually happens after the flu too and it might not be called long COVID, it'd just be long flu or something, but it's, it, it actually happens in other flu. cases. It, they're, they're starting to think that a lot of what we thought were previous, like just regular immune syndromes might be because people had a bad flu. Like I had a, mm -hmm. I had the flu last, the last time I had the flu was in 2018 and I was fucked up for like nine months Mm -hmm. uh, six months, just lung issues, but just longer than that, just fatigue and stuff like that. COVID came along and of course, you know, made that, well, I, I was better by that point, but COVID, then people started getting COVID and that stuff would happen after COVID too. And so there are, that, that's what interests me about long COVID. I, I think that as far as the, uh, the details, I, I'd certainly like to see the results of the study. The problem with studies like that uh, even if they're in the right direction that, that a lot of people feel that they should be is you're still going to have a lot of people not believing what they come up with. If it doesn't, if it doesn't answer what you think should happen, uh, a lot of people are going to be like, well, it was flawed. So well, I know I'm they're glad you're in. looking into it. You yeah. know, that's, that's the thing they were, they were like adamant that they had all the answers for the longest time. And I'm glad they're just I'm, opening their say, minds a little bit to understanding maybe where some of this stuff is my, actually originating. My my problem with uh, when when people say adamant with with all the answers is the the medical community only knows what they had learned previously, and they simply say based on what we know you shouldn't do this, based on what we know you shouldn't do that, and then you know when COVID came along, people are like, well, how do you know? And and they're like, well, because we have a body of knowledge, this is how we've, we've done these policies. You can go back and look at them and, and, and so on. I'm all about people reviewing how things were analyzed in the past and, go, and going, look, this study that you based all this stuff on is flawed. So you should go back. 
But the medical community is always going to say they're always going to take a position and just say, based on what we know, this is the deal. I think what people we're talking about this in the green room, science can't tell you that something is right. They can only tell you that something is wrong. And so the medical community generally says we've determined that when when you do this, that this happens. Yeah, we might be wrong, but we know that if you don't do this, this is much more likely to happen. And then people are like, well, if, if you're going to tell me I'm wrong, then you got to tell me what's right. Sorry, science doesn't work like that. Uh, your, your Science will never tell you what's right. It'll, it, this, this universe is stranger than you can imagine. Uh, we, we were talking about the speed of light in the, in the green room. And uh, by the way, if you have a, a, a premium account or a premium subscription here at Faz Radio, you can hear our green room discussions. Maybe we should talk about COVID stuff in our green room because that, that's an opportunity. Anyway... Um, <laughs> Even we're talking about the speed of light right now. We, we don't know if we can go faster this, than the speed of light. We think we can't. We, we think we can't, but we're not sure. There could always be another rule of physics that could come along, another law of physics that we didn't know about previously and be like, oh, well, taking that into account. Well, then, yes, you can go the speed of light. So you'll never hear a, uh, a scientist go, no, can't go past the speed. Of, go, can't go faster than the speed of light. You'll say they'll, they'll say something like. We have no idea. Probably not. <laughs> or as far as we can tell. Well, you know, it's all the what's that? The idiots are cocksure and all the all the, the smart people uh, are, are second guess themselves. So. You know, the, the, the funny thing is people forget about the fact that the speed of light was ever figured out to begin with. That was that was a big deal that we actually figured out how how fast the speed of light is. Now we're finding out that uh, the speed of light is different through different mediums. It's different in different parts of the universe. Oh my God! I thought that was a constant. The speed of light goes light goes slower through water than it would go through the universe or go through space. Makes some sense, but <laughs> anyway, um, we're going way off to topic here. This is this is a green room conversation, and these are the kind of conversations we have in the green room. Speaking of the uh, the, the premium stuff. You know, we should we should salt some of these uh, Faz radios with a little bit of green room so we can plug the green room. So of the people who got the green room uh, subscription, um, I am sending out swag. I'm sending laptop sticker, bumper sticker right now and probably more stuff later. Um, and I've been throwing some other zip bug stuff in there because I just want to. Um, I have a little form uh, to get your Faz radio swag if you have a subscription. And we haven't had a lot. Of, I just mailed some out today. We have not had a lot of takers so far, which, okay, I'll keep the money. Um, <laughs> but uh, you, you, have it, you have it coming to you. If, uh, if you have a, a Faz Radio subscription, you have some swag that can come your way. And absolutely follow NerdNode1 on Twitter. We'll put a link down there in that. Uh, take, take a look at NerdNode for your, your soft nodes. They have a guarantee that if the service is up, but you don't get your rewards, they will guarantee that you'll get your rewards. They take it very seriously. It's called, it's called the, 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 the fuck up, the, the we won't fuck up clause or are you covered if we fuck up clause? Absolutely. So give them a look, especially with Gala Nodes coming up on the change in January 8th. I believe that is, is when you're required to be on V3. V3, there's, I'm hearing some reports, it's most stable on Linux. Windows machines is still having trouble with Docker. But uh, hopefully they'll get that worked out in time. That's making it sound like you're wanting to end this episode. Yeah, we're at I, 103. I hear, the, I hear the wrapping up sound in, in your voice. <laughs> Yeah, we don't we don't want to keep going for hours and hours and hours. Well, we could always talk. We we could, well, not only that, I mean, people don't want to hear us drone on like forever. So we can always it's add more time. shows um, and talk about some of the other stuff uh, that that we find interesting. But for now, I think we did a pretty good show here. We covered a lot. We did. I guess we did. Um. No, Tomorrow night is the regular Faz Radio. It uh, will be the last before the holiday week. Um, I might hope have everybody be, might have to be a short one. 
I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday, no matter what uh, denomination you're celebrating. It's a time to reflect on the positivity. It's a time to get together with family, to remember those that you may have lost during the year. And we have a tradition where we set an empty place for our loved ones uh, at the holiday that we that we miss tremendously. So I hope that uh, everybody has a wonderful holiday weekend and we'll talk to you tomorrow night. I get a sense that you're trying to boot us out the door here. Boot I'm it. Turning up the, I'm turning up the music here. Play the music. I love the music. I got to find a little Faz radio pulse thing. Oh, it's going in the background. Can you see it? I, I can. To, that's not going to work too well. How do you shut our mugs off? I'm I'm trying to figure out how to shut our mugs off. I could just do the overlay. The overlay is not our animated overlay, so I kind of didn't want to do that. There it goes. Oh, this is the animated overlay. Look at that. <laughs> Take nerd note off there. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, oh, oh wait, wait, Titan. We have our uh, pre-recorded outro to do. Uh, can you, like, say your thing so that people will know? Oh, absolutely. Hey, like, subscribe, and throw some comments below. That helps us, which in turn helps us provide you with much, much better content every week. Thanks for being a listener. Thanks for supporting the channel. And thanks for sitting through our pre-recorded outro.